0: This is Tort Talk with Terrence A. Gross, a board-certified personal injury lawyer. Hello and welcome to Tort Talk. This is the show put on by Terrence Gross, Gross & Schuster. We're usually talking about law things, legal matters, uh, but the past few weeks we've been talking about an important current event. Basically, if you haven't been paying attention to the news... I recommend you go and check out a lot of news now uh, because it's pretty important goings-on. Israel and Hamas, uh, it's basically a war. If we, for lack of a better term, it's a war. I'm Paul Stadden. I'm the host with the microphones, but the person that really knows what's going on, the one that pays attention to the news, the one you really want to hear from, is Terrence Gross. Welcome back to the show, Terrence.
1: Glad to be here, and this will be my final segment, at least for this, this group of topics on Israel. We may revisit it uh... Later on, depending on what takes place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, let's let's end this quartet of shows
0: with perhaps the most difficult question of all. We've been talking about uh, the initial rocket attacks, the bombing Gaza, but can there be peace in the Mideast?
1: I used to think the answer was possibly. Uh, my answer today is absolutely no. I don't care who the president is. Mm -hmm. I don't care who the other leaders are. We came so close during the uh, Jimmy Carter and Bill Clinton era. You know, you had Sadat that was Mm -hmm. uh, uh, in charge of Egypt. Of course, he got assassinated because he was trying to bring peace and and so forth. Um, So the the answer is no, and I'll tell you why. Because they they keep on hearing all these solutions. So you're about a one-state solution. First of all, Israel is an Israeli state uh and and, and so they're not going to give that up and, and, and there it is going to always be a Jewish state uh, there are in Israel there are lots of Arabs there's Palestinians that live that are Israeli citizens um, so it is a melting pot it really is and, and as I said on other shows there are affluent Arabs they're just not outspoken because they're afraid of reprisal from neighboring arab countries in fact they don't go on vacations out here because they don't go back to their families in syria and so forth because they're they're worried about the reprisals and bringing their western grown children it wouldn't go well when your cousins weren't a burqa and here you come in wearing a a, 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 a sundress or something yes yeah, so at the end of the day um uh, that doesn't bode well. So the one state solution, they would never agree to one state with Israel being or the Jews being the ruling uh, entity uh, of Israel. so that's not going to work. This so-called two state solution, the problem really it gets boiled down to Jerusalem, and you have to go to Jerusalem to understand this. You know that you first of all, Jerusalem's made up of the four quarters. You know, the Arab quarter, the Jewish quarter, Armenian, and there's another one. Maybe it's the Christian quarter. I can't remember the fourth. But I'll tell you an interesting thing. It didn't really dawn on me. But when you go to the Wailing Wall, which is one of the holiest sites for Jewish people, the wall, what is the Wailing Wall? What was that in time, in history? That's the walls of the temple. Mm -hmm. The first temple dating back hundreds and hundreds of years before the, uh, the birth of Christ and what is on top of the Wailing Wall? What is what is there? Do you know what's on top? What is on top? The Dome of the Rock. Oh, the, the Muslim yeah, yeah. temple. And guess right where it stands, right where mm-hmm. it sits. <coughs> Excuse me. Sits is where the temple was. That mm-hmm. was our temple. Mm-hmm. It was torn down, it was eradicated. So this was erected right on the very spot of the original temple. and And now... Uh, Jews are not even allowed to go in there. I mean, it's very restricted, uh, and so forth. But it's right there. It's sitting right on top of the Wailing Wall. Use the Golden Dome, very conspicuous in all the pictures, and that's the, that. Maybe that's considered the Muslim's holiest place. So they've laid claim. So, you know, Tuesday, who gets that? I mean, yeah, the the Jews aren't giving up that that area. The Muslims aren't giving it up. And if the West Bank is not far from there, so that's that's the big uh, dissension and And again, what I talked about on prior shows is if if Israel were to cede this and seed different areas for the so-called appeasement uh, on a two state solution, it could very well backfire they They gave up the Gaza unilaterally the yeah. just the overture piece. okay, we'll give you the Gaza back. How about that? Is that good? It made it worse. Things got yeah. worse. When they gave back the Gaza, I've told you on a prior show why they can't get back the, the Golan Heights given its height. they mm-hmm. can't get back that 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 the superior military position on high ground and allow them to just bombard the valley below. So you really can't do that. and Israel's so small. you know Paul, I could t- I, you and I can get in the car right now mm-hmm. and we could start right on the Gaza border, which is southernmost Israel. I could take you up that border, go a full circle, and we could do that in a day trip, daylight. Hmm. If We got, we could start 6 in the morning, and by 6 at night, we would have traveled the whole perimeter of Israel. It is tiny. Wow. It is tiny, so it's not like they have all this ge- geographic land uh, to, to give, and they're and, and and just surrounded. When you look at the map, it's just a dot. It's an eye of a hurricane in the midst of all the Arab world. But but so, you know, Tel Aviv is a, rev- a relatively new city, not as much history. Uh, maybe Haifa, same thing would be true. But then you got Jerusalem. And that's just, you know, Christians congregate there, Muslims. It's just the center of uh, the holy part of the world. And nobody's going to want to give that up. And they got the full quarter, which is a small compromise. In fact, when I went on my first tour of Israel, we had this tour guide, and he was safety conscious. Mm-hmm. And so we're getting off the bus, me and my buddy, we're both Jewish, of course, and he goes, do not go in the Arab quarter. Hmm. Do not. Just shop in the, you know, you'll know where to go. It's going to be very obvious. We bolted right for the Arab quarter. And oh, my I, gosh. I, and I'm glad I did. Felt very safe at that time and, and tasted all the dates and the fruits and mm-hmm. uh, and all the, the, the fabrics that they made. And and uh, I'm sure they knew we were Jewish, and I did not feel threatened. I didn't feel intimidated. Uh whatsoever in the very at all and like i said the last trip where we ate in all the arab restaurants hmm. that they, they eat the same food it's so funny because we mm-hmm. we have the you know when they say people that don't like jews are anti-semites right muslims are semites mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: i mean we ha- we you know, we got the same bloodlines so right. we we even look like i've watched all these israeli shows and they got the the you know, like the, the israelis are fighting the, the muslims and they look alike. Mm-hmm. They're dark-skinned, mm-hmm. and some have you know, curly hair and all that. Right, right. And, and that's why they're able to infiltrate each other so easily, uh, because mm-hmm. they they mm-hmm. look alike. They got a lot of the same gene pool. Mm-hmm. And there's all this fighting and hatred over over what? I, I don't know, but but no. So unfortunately, uh, and I, I talked about Golda quote on a prior show, but yeah. it's worth repeating. It's worth repeating because she got it right. Decades ago, and it's still true, is is that there'll never be peace until they love their children more than they hate us, and they don't. I mean, they're willing. I'm, I'm sure the parents, I might talk about right, all right. the Palestinians, but but when you get to the jihadists, I mean, that's part of their plan. I mean, it's so sick. Their plan is not only to kill Jews. They want sacrificial lambs. They need sacrificial lambs. For public sentiment, they know about how to use social media. They have their own social sites. There's—I right. can't remember the site of it. It's a. There's a Russian guy that's running it. I was listening to it yesterday. Um, I can't remember, but it, they have their own type of Facebook. Thing. They have their own so that promotes terrorism right. because you know, Facebook is not going to allow it. Even X is not going to allow it right. uh, over here. But they have sites and 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 they're brainwashing the new young up and coming all these 12 and 13 year old kids are future jihadists, and, uh-huh. and they got to keep on recruiting, bringing in the ranks and, and they, and a lot of what they do is it, it you show the gory pictures, you show uh, that this picture of this mom mourning this poor child. And all of a sudden this hatred of, of uh, Israel just gets exponential. Mm.
0: So it seems like, uh, I mean, your answer is there, you know, the possibility of peace, and the answer would be no, Um, you know, because I I try to think of parallels where, you know, change has occurred uh, to a great degree with one generation to the next, and you think about the advancement of civil rights in the United States, you think about the eradication of Nazi imagery in Germany, and you think about, uh, you know, generations seeing uh, the evils of forebears and making great changes, but... Uh, I mean, I I don't want to say it's not, you know, ask the question, is it not possible in the Middle East? Is it that, you know, because it seems to me like uh, social media for a long time was heralded as something that could bring about something, a monumental good change because you get to see what's happening. You get to see, but then misinformation is so easy to spread too that it ends up making it worse. So is it, is it just kind of hopeless? Is it just not possible for these generations to grow up and see that, uh, yes, maybe we should love our kids more than we hate these other people?
1: Yeah, it's hopeless. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, this, I didn't invent this uh, idea. Somebody else at a talk group did, but he pointed out who our allies say. So Japanese were our foes, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just in the you know, 1940s. I was born in the 50s, so right. not that long ago. And yet there are allies and friends. Japan is a great ally. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a wonderful ally. The Germans were our foes. Or they're now our allies. So, you right. say, so right. what you're saying almost makes sense. Yeah. But the Japanese thing was a 1940-ish thing. Right. And and the same thing with the Germans, 30s and 40s. Uh, and you go back to the Middle East, you're going back centuries and centuries right. and centuries. Mohammed, and, and I mean, you're going back to God knows when, and it's just... Layer upon layer, and, and just there's just no appeasement. I, I would yeah. like to say, I would tell you, this, I've always felt that Israel should not be overtly going into the West Bank. I mean, mm-hmm. that was sort of in your face, uh, and, and a lot of Jews feel the same way as I do, but... Um, because that, that, that's that was occupied territory, gone back and forth. So the, Golan Heights, like I said, they don't really occupy Golden Heights, it's just a bunch of green fields. That's all Golan Heights is. But right. the West Bank is where a, a lot of them live and you're moving into their backyard. It's in your face. I, I don't like that. Um yeah. but most most Israelis, if you if you talk to you, you know what they want? They mm. use a word, they don't say peace. What? Quiet. They use the word quiet because of all the bombs, and they'll say there was periods of quiet. You know, from the from the sixth to eighth grade, we had a quiet period where you know you went two or three years, which is amazing. And then something brought it on. Some some Palestinian kid threw a rocket. I soldier and he killed him and then all of a sudden right. armageddon again but we're out of time as usual
0: yes uh, it's so unfortunate that we uh, we can fill up the time so fast you know because there's so, always so much more to say uh but before we go if people do have a, a legal question for you if they need a personal injury lawyer or something that is more
1: along the lines of the law how would people get a hold of you 850-434-3333 or visit us on our website at GrossandSchuster.com. All
0: right. Well, thank you so much, Terrence. I look forward to talking to you next time, and I really appreciate you being here. Thank you, Paul.